I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, February 9th. Hope you're having a great day. We're glad to be with you again on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, We welcome you on the radio app, those on the podcast. Thank you for joining us. And then those who are tuning in on Facebook and YouTube, we're glad to have you. I hope you uh, ladies, hope you enjoyed this morning the With All My Heart broadcast at 8.30. Uh, That'll be replayed again this afternoon at 3.30. So if you missed it this morning, I hope you go back and hope that'll be a blessing to you. And uh, I appreciate uh, my wife and I appreciate Miss Grace and Miss Jen and Miss Kelly and uh, all that they've done to try to help with these devotionals uh, for ladies. Now, Ladies, obviously, um, there are some things I hope that I can help you with, and I think there are some things, obviously, from preaching and teaching. It's Bible. That helps all of us. But I'm very thankful that there are some specific uh, devotionals that you can hear uh, from ladies, uh, speaking to ladies, that I hope will be a blessing. Hope God will use it in your heart, and uh, we're thankful for that broadcast there. Uh, We're looking forward to a great weekend here at church. It's supposed to be a rainy weekend, Sunday, uh, but it's not supposed to be ice. It's not supposed to be snow. I think it's supposed to be close to 60 degrees on Sunday. Tomorrow, I think it's almost 70 and so we're going to be just fine. We'll have a great day. Uh, don't miss that early service at 845, then Sunday school at 10 o'clock, uh, then a morning service at 11, Sunday night, uh, 6 o'clock. You say, what about the Super Bowl? Well, what about the Super Bowl? You can watch it after, but we're having church, and uh, we're having a great time. And uh, most of the people in this area that I know do not care about the Kansas City Chiefs or the San Francisco 49ers. Now, a few of us from California, I think we are probably more uh, biased towards the 49ers. I lived, my wife and I, we lived just a mile, maybe two miles max, uh, from where their new stadium is. So that's interesting. But most people from Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, and Halifax County, and Southside Virginia, and Northampton County, I know most of you could care less about those teams. Let's see here. I know we've got a lot of uh, we got a lot of Washington fans around here. The Commanders, they didn't do so well this year. Um, I know we've got some Cowboy fans, and the Cowboys. I thought we're going to do better this year, and they didn't. Um, I think we got some Atlanta Falcons. You know, so all that to say is just let's be in church Sunday night. We'll have a great service. Looking forward to a great time uh, together. Uh, Let's pray for our winter revival. That is one week from Monday and just right around the corner. I'm looking forward to a wonderful, uh, wonderful time together for that. Monday night, Tuesday night, February 19th and 20th uh, with Brother Ricky Gravely and the Reigns family. And you don't want to miss that. It'd be great. A happy birthday today to Lawson Keeter. Uh, happy birthday to Kelly Pinello. She's one of our teachers at the school. I just saw Miss Kelly uh, Pinello this morning. Happy birthday to Cheryl Walker. And a happy birthday today to Chase Williams. Hope you have a great day. And then tomorrow, a happy birthday uh, to Tyler Williams. And I mentioned on Wednesday night, I mentioned how old he is. I don't usually do that. 
Actually, I didn't mention how old he was. He admitted how old he was, and uh, he's not old. But uh, anyway, happy birthday to you folks there, and hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Let's pray today for our church, our school. Pray for uh, all of our teachers, all of our students today. Pray for our missionaries. Uh, Let's pray for our members. Pray for all the ministries of our church. Let's pray for our country. Uh, Let's pray for the nation of Israel. I know it's been months now since that war broke out and all that. I think it was in October Uh, But we need to continue to pray for Israel, pray that God would protect them. And uh, I am so, so thankful uh, that uh, God has uh, blessed our nation. And uh, I hope you'll continue to bless. And I hope you'll please be much in prayer for our country and for the nation of Israel. We're going to go to a song. And right after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Jeremiah chapter 2. God's people today are gathering. Watch for His appearing The saints are getting ready For their final journey home They made their reservation They met the Lord at Calvary Their sins were washed as white as snow Beneath the crimson flow And now there's no My Jesus' blood took care of it Oh, God signed my pardon That day at Calvary Whom the Son sets free is free indeed The time is drawing nearer Oh, sinner, please don't linger Heaven's gates are open And Jesus is almost here The saved will soon be leaving And I know I'm in that number The Savior's blood has cleansed me Praise God, I'm saved by grace And now there's no condemnation My Jesus' blood took care of it. Oh, God signed my pardon that day at Calvary. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And now there's no condemnation. My Jesus' blood took care of it. Oh, God signed my pardon that day at Calvary. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Whom the Son sets free is free chapter 2, verse number 8. This is where we left off yesterday, and I just want to kind of sum this up, um, this thought. We'll move on to the rest of the chapter, but it says in verse 8, the priests, they said not, where is the Lord? Now, that's something that all of us ought to be asking. We ought to be asking every day, where is the Lord? We want the Lord. We want to seek Him. We want to know Him. We want to hear from Him. Everybody ought to be seeking the Lord, but especially the priests especially those who are the spiritual leaders. But yet the priests said not, where is the Lord? 
They that handle the law, they knew me not. Can you imagine that statement God makes the people that were the religious leaders, the ones that handled the law, the ones responsible for the word of God. Now keep in mind, um, we have today, we all have a copy of the word of God. Uh, but in Bible days, they didn't all have their own copy. Uh, they would go uh, to the temple or they would uh, hear the Bible read to them. Uh, they would write down verses or they would write down uh, uh, parts and they would actually uh, attach it to their bodies and they would uh, uh, keep that close to them. But they didn't have what we have. They didn't have iPads with the Bible and cell phones with the Bible and they didn't have the audio version of listening to somebody reading the Bible and they didn't have all that. And so the, the, the priests and the, the, the spiritual leaders, they were the ones that, that handled the law, that knew the law, that taught and preached the word and instructed the people. And the Bible says, those people did not even know God. They knew me not. What a sad, sad statement. The pastors also transgressed against me and the prophets prophesied by Baal. What are the prophets doing prophesying by Baal? Baal's not even a real God. But yet they had turned away from God. And the Bible says they walked after things that do not profit. I want to sum it up by saying this, that the responsibility for the nation of Judah, it went back to the spiritual leaders. And I want to tell you today in our country, I believe much of the responsibility, it falls back on the pastors, uh, the preachers, uh, the, the religious, I say religious, I don't like that word as much, but the, the spiritual leadership is what I should say. Uh, what a responsibility we have to know God and to walk with God and to preach the Bible and to lead people in the right way. I like what Paul said uh, to the church at Corinth. He said, you follow me as I follow Christ. But if a spiritual leader, if they ever stop following Christ, you have a responsibility. And I have a responsibility to stop following that person and to start following Jesus Christ. But the responsibility goes back to the spiritual leaders. Verse number nine, wherefore, I will yet plead with you, saith the Lord, and with your children's children will I plead. Isn't it amazing that God did not give up on his people? He pled with his people before punishing them. Now, they deserve punishment. But aren't you glad that God is merciful and gracious and long-suffering? And he, he was pleading with them. He was begging them to return. Verse number 11, Hath a nation changed their gods, which are yet no gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which doth not profit. We see that God is pleading with them. God did not give up on them. There was no benefit to Israel in forsaking God. And friend, there's no benefit in your life or my life if we turn away from God. What a mess. We're not making things better. We're making things worse. But then I want you to notice verse number 13. This is such a powerful verse. God says, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and they have hewed them out cisterns, broken cisterns, which can hold no water. There is so much in this verse. Number one, God says they have forsaken me. These people had forsaken God and God refers to himself as he is the fountain of living waters. Uh, if you need fresh water, 
you go to God. Uh, if you want living water, you go to God. Uh, there is a source there that never runs out. I like that story about the woman at the well. She came seeking water. And Jesus said, he that drinketh of the water that I give him, he shall never, ever thirst. And Jesus is the water of life. But God's people had forsaken God, who was the fountain of living waters. But secondly, the Bible says that they hewed or they, uh, they, they, they prepared or they dug out cisterns. A cistern was a, a container. Many times it was like a clay, a clay vessel. Uh, sometimes they were in the ground and they were used for storing water. Uh, when they would get rain, they would try to store that and save that and manage that. And yet they had cisterns, but the Bible says they were broken. And those broken cisterns could not hold water. They tried to replace God with things that were broken. And by the way, anything you try to replace God with, it is something that is broken. It will not work. It will not fix you. It will not satisfy you. It will not bring you joy. And they were literally, they were wasting their time trying to replace God with a cistern, with a container that was broken. I imagine it today, and uh, of course, if you've got a, a cup and uh, you start pouring water uh, into that cup and that cup's got a hole in it, guess what? You can pour water all day long, but it's not going to hold any water. And we see that God's people, they had become so vain, they'd become so foolish, they were wasting their time by trying to replace God with things that were of no value. You will never be satisfied, and I will never be satisfied when we forsake God. Remember when the multitudes were following Jesus, and the Bible says there were many that went away. And Jesus looked at his disciples, and he looked at them, and he said, Will ye also go away? Boy, that was a heart-piercing question, was it not? Are you going to go away too? Are you going to leave? Are you going to forsake? And I love the answer that Peter gave. Peter said, Lord... To whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. I want to tell you, there's nobody else you can go to. There's nobody else you can turn to. A Hollywood is not going to satisfy. A, a bank account is not going to satisfy. A new house, a new car, a new job, a, a new location, a, a new, new hobbies. Those things will never satisfy. I'm not against a hobby. I'm not against if you need to get a new job or if you buy a new house, new car. There's nothing wrong with those things. But here's what I'm saying. Those things don't bring satisfaction. Uh, those things can be a blessing. Those things can be a tool and those things can be helpful. Great. But those things will never satisfy that emptiness and that void in your heart that only God can fill. And so we see that they forsook God, but only Jesus can satisfy your soul. Their lives were empty. Their lives were worthless without God. Verse number 14, is Israel a servant? Is he a homeborn slave? Why is he spoiled? We see that the nation of Judah, they became servants. Uh, they went into bondage in Babylon. But here's the thing. Uh, they were not supposed to be servants. They were the children of God. Uh, they were the, the, the children. God said of Israel in Exodus 4, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. But like the story of the prodigal son in the New Testament, we see that the nation of Judah, they got away from their heavenly father. And when they got away from their father, they found out 
that there was nothing good apart from the Father, only heartache, only regret, only scars, and only disappointment. And friend, today, let's stay close to God. Let's walk with Him. And uh, let's not try to replace God with other things. Let's keep God uh, first place in our lives, that in all things, He might have the preeminence. He should be number one. And let's not forsake Him. Let's stay close. I hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.